WPFW, building a better world, one broadcast at a time. Peace, this is Atan Thomas, and you're listening to WPFW Washington, your station for jazz and justice. Welcome to Sojourner Truth. Thank you for staying with us. This is your host, Margaret Prescott. One of the world's most influential figures was brutally assassinated, Al-Haj Malik El-Shabazz, or as he's more commonly known, Malcolm X. Malcolm X was a black Muslim minister, activist, scholar, and revolutionary who was a courageous advocate for black liberation, social justice, and human rights. Not only was he vocally critical against racism in the United States for its crimes against black and brown people throughout history, he was also a staunch supporter of unity among oppressed and impoverished people in the United States, in the diaspora, also with peoples on the continent of Africa, in Asia, Central, and South America. He advocated for a new social system based on equality and peace. Malcolm X, however, pointed out that the fight against racism and for economic justice is, of course, extremely difficult, affirming that it must be fought for, quote, by any means necessary. His father was killed by racists and his mother, Louise Little, was institutionalized after that. Malcolm X spent his growing years in foster homes. He later spent time in prison. Despite Malcolm's assassination, his ideas went on to inspire the black power and civil rights movements in the United States and around the world, influencing groups like the Black Panther Party and others. Today, his legacy lives on through the millions of copies of his autobiography, many um that have been sold worldwide, as well as posters, videos, T-shirts, and other mediums. Let us hear now the words of Malcolm X, followed by his widow, Betty Shabazz, speaking after Malcolm X was assassinated. Everyone loves a fighter. They respect a fighter. and But at the same time that they admire these fighters, they encourage the so-called Negro in America to get his... Uh, uh, desires fulfilled with a sit-in stroke or a passive approach or a love your enemy uh, approach or pray for those who despitefully use you. This is insane. And we feel as Muslims, until we see white people practicing this nonviolence, until uh, until we see white people uh, take uh, uh, Pearl Harbor, when the Japanese pa- uh, attacked Pearl Harbor, the American white man didn't say, Pray for the Japanese and uh, let them now bomb Manhattan or uh, Staten Island. No, they said, praise the Lord, but pass the ammunition. We, when, when we study the entire history of the white man, he believes in violently defending himself. But when we study the history of the American so-called Negro who is trying to get his rights, whenever he has an organization that is integrated, which means it has white advisors who are in top position, Usually, he's being encouraged to be nonviolent, to be passive, and to be loving, and to be patient. But we have never seen the white man himself display these same characteristics or methods when he's trying to get uh, get his own goals accomplished. We declare our right on this earth to be a man, to be a human being, to be respected as a human being, to be given the rights of a human being in this society, on this earth, in this day, which we intend to bring into existence Someone uh, in the in the about the first third of the audience shouted, come out of my pocket, come out of my pocket. And I heard my husband say, everything is all right, everything is all right. And someone about 
third or so seat that was seated in about the third row uh, stood up and I heard shots and I saw people crawling on the floor. I saw, and so I got down too. But then when I was looking out and I saw um, someone um, look in amazement to the front, I knew they had shot my husband. All right, that is still today uh, very difficult to listen to. I recall that day and the grief you heard in Betty Shabazz, the widow of Malcolm X, was the grief we all felt. We felt as though a member of our family was taken from us. Today, we remember and we honor Malcolm X. We live in a global world. We're all interrelated. So on Sojourner Truth, we work to bring directly to you news and views on local, national, and international policies and stories that affect us all. And we draw out how those of us most impacted women, communities of color, and other communities are responding. We also discuss the interrelationship between art and politics. This is Margaret Prescott, host of Sojourner Truth. And uh, kind of a sad day uh, today because because it's a day that those of us alive then, um, you know, just remember, remember hearing the news and then remembering the sharp pain of grief and how one feels it in the pit of one's stomach and the weeping that went on in black communities in New York City and Brooklyn, where I was at the time, and indeed across the nation. We felt as though not only a great leader had been taken uh, from us, a truth seeker, a man who had admitted he had made mistakes, was moving forward, um, bringing people together. Um, But that we also felt that we lost a close family member. That's how uh, deep the grief was. And I recall uh, standing online on a very, very cold day in Harlem uh, with thousands of others waiting to view the body of Malcolm X lying in his coffin, looking indeed like a prince, which to many of us uh, he was. Today, we are going to honor and remember Malcolm X. We are also in Fund Drive here uh, at this station, and I'm asking each and every one of you to take the responsibility of passing on the history and the truth of Malcolm X. We're certainly not going to get it uh, anywhere else. Um, Uh, especially, but not only in schools. So if there are any young people that you know, anybody not alive uh, during that period at that time, I hope you will call us throughout this hour at 202-588-9739-202-588-9739. We've got amazing uh, thank you gifts. That really gives a very, very full picture of Uh, Malcolm X, including we're offering um, the exclusive to Pacifica Radio, the Malcolm X six CD box set. It's a six CD box set of the speeches of Malcolm X. They are amazing. The pledge level is $180. And I just need 16 of you saying, yes, I want to carry forward the history and the words of Malcolm X as indigenous people tell us, not only for the next generation, but for the next seven generations. That's $30 over a six month Two zero two five eight eight nine seven three nine two zero two five eight eight nine seven three nine. We're also offering up uh, the Black History Month uh, four gigabyte uh, USB drive. That is just uh, amazing. Um, 33 files, 33 hours of material um, with Odetta, W.E.B. Du Bois. You got to um, really check out and study Du Bois, Angela Davis, Rosa Parks, James Baldwin, Baird, Rustin, Fannie Lou Hamer, Martin Luther King, um, Malcolm. And, and so many others. The pledge level for that, uh, 33 hours. It's it's like an encyclopedia of black history, $180. And we're also offering up the classic DVD that I absolutely love by any means necessary. It's only an $85 uh, pledge, but it is invaluable. 
just the footage alone of seeing Malcolm X, of seeing his smile. Somebody once said, did you ever see Malcolm X smile? I mean, it was just an amazing experience, but also Malcolm talking in his own words. It also tells the story of his assassination. It shows the footage of uh, all of the confusion that was happening there. Uh, the number again to call is 202-588-9739. The Malcolm X um, anniversary, an- anniversary of his assassination, dollar a day pack. And I just need eight people calling, pledging at the dollar a day level. That's $45. You, you put that on a credit card or a bank transfer for six months uh, and you get everything that we're offering. That's nine items, six CDs, one um, four gigabyte USB drive with 33 hours of material and two DVDs. Let me tell you what the second DVD is uh, for those of you who get the dollar a day pack. In addition to the by any means necessary DVD, I'm going to bring you Franz Fanon because I really believe that Franz Fanon and Malcolm X belong uh, together. So I'm offering up the film uh, done by Louverture Films, uh, Danny Glover's uh, company called Concerning Violence. It's a documentary exploring the most daring moments in the struggle for liberation on the continent of Africa using archival footage and the words of uh, Franz Fanon's the Wretched of the Earth. It's narrated by Lauren Hill. It's just amazing. And I'm going to throw that in as a free add-on today. The value of um, the dollar a day pack today is close to $600. But what I want to do now, I want to play as much of uh, Malcolm as as possible. But we're going to start out uh, just as we honor Malcolm X. And I hope by the way, we have a goal of $3,000 for this hour. So uh, help today to be, help Margaret make her goal, but also help us to get through the grief and remembrance of this day. So I hope that you will indeed call us and help us to make our goal. If you can do a matching pledge, that would be appreciated. We're going to start out by hearing the late great actor, Ozzie Davis, as part of his eulogy uh, to Malcolm X. We have ceased to care, we have ceased to be concerned, we have ceased to remember our humanity, we are things, we are cogs, we are close to being dehumanized in this great country of ours. Malcolm came along and said, stop, stop, you are men. Stop, you do care. Stop, there is life in you. Stop, there is still the possibility that manhood, that courage, that strength, that imagination will make the difference. It was he who rallied our flagging efforts who taught us to stand up off of our knees, especially the black men, but also the whites, to stand up off of our knees, to address ourselves to the truth, even if we were killed for it. And it's been a long time since that kind of courage and bravery was abroad in our land. We've had men, men who were martyrs, men who were mighty, men who set us great and good examples, but they had one advantage that Malcolm did not have. They were men of education. They were men of college. They had had training. Malcolm came from the lowest depth, and therefore, in measuring the man, we have to measure the place from whence he came. All of us sitting here tonight, men and women, black and white, can stand a little taller because a man like Malcolm X walked on our earth, lived in our midst, smiled his smile on the face of Harlem. I am happy to have known him, and if there is a possibility of redemption for me, for you, for Harlem, for our country, Malcolm is the man who said that such a redemption was possible, and when he died, he was pointing the way to this redemption. We sat tonight, we were uplifted by the singing, by the dancing, by the presence of great leaders among us. And you must have noticed that our greatest leaders turned out to be women. Now this, there is a reason why this is so. And it's the same reason why a man would hesitate to keep a picture of Malcolm X on his wall. And that reason is that as black men, we have been the most systematically emasculated people on the face of the earth. And we have learned, unfortunately, to accept and live with our emasculation as if this is the definition of what we are. Malcolm said, no, you are a man. I will make you see that you are a man. 
He insisted on ripping the lies from our face, our middle-class smugness. He talked to all of us. Get up off your knees. Come out of your hiding place. If your hiding place is gold, come out from behind it. If your hiding place is prestige, come out from behind it. If your hiding place is, is poverty, if you live in the slums, if you live in the gutters, stand up, look at the sun. You too are a man. And when Malcolm said it, when he looked at you, when he gave you the stuff of your own manhood, how could we resist or deny or do less than the little we did to honor him when he died and here tonight? Great things sometimes show up very small. The cloud no bigger than a man's hand betokened the flood that destroyed the earth. Many looking on the reception the, what has happened since Malcolm has been dead, seeing the kind of reception that we have gotten and that we have not gotten, might make the mistake of thinking that we have measured the man, we have put him in his place, and therefore we can safely turn around and forget him forever. But that is not so. I say this to you as I say to myself. If Malcolm and his message, so strong, so bright, and so pure, was too good for those of us who have already reached manhood, there is a generation who is not yet spoiled, not yet de-gutted, not yet de-bold, not yet emasculated, who when they come into the light of his truth will rise up and redeem him and us and all the rest of the world. That is the meaning of Malcolm X. And of the late, great Ozzie Davis, part of his eulogy to Malcolm X. Today, the 54th anniversary of the assassination of Malcolm X. And we are remembering Malcolm X and we're honoring him today. We're offering up an incredible uh, six CD box set. It makes a beautiful gift uh, for a student or for anyone, uh, really, of the speeches of Malcolm X. And um, the... We're also offering up the Black History Month 4 gigabyte USB drive with uh, 33 files, 32.5 hours of material, including Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Angela Davis, W.E.B. Du Bois, James Baldwin, Bayard Rustin, Maya Angelou, and others. We're offering up the DVD of um, Malcolm X by any means necessary. That's an $85 pledge. It has 11 speeches and interviews of Malcolm X presenting a revolutionary alternative to the reformist uh, trap. And also, we're offering up, of course, the dollar a day pack with all of that material, nine items, six CDs, one four gigabyte drive, two DVDs. The second DVD is a free add-on of the words of Franz Fanon narrated by Lauren Hill. It's from Franz Fanon's Wretched of the Earth, and it's made into a film integrated with incredible um, footage of the liberation struggles in the global south, specifically on the continent of Africa. Please call and pledge in the name of Malcolm X. Pledge in the name of the next generation. I've got a $3,000 goal and my phone lines are wide open right now. What I want to do is to go on quickly now to um, a clip um, from By Any Means Necessary. That is an $85 pledge and that's $14 a month over a six-month period. This is something a young person uh, could get. Um, any of you could get. It's just $85 pledge. But I'll need 35 of you calling at the $85 level to make our goal. But let's hear uh, Malcolm X now uh, saying, basically, if you're black, you're born in jail. Being here in America doesn't make you an American. Being born here in America doesn't make you an American. Why, if birth made you American, you wouldn't need any legislation. You wouldn't need any amendments to the Constitution. No, I'm not an American. I'm one of the 22 million black people who are the victims of Americanism. One of the 22 million black people who are the victims of democracy. Nothing but disguised hypocrisy. And I see America through the eyes of a victim. I don't see any American dream. I see an American nightmare. Supposed to be off the street by 10 o'clock. If we shoot, we're going to shoot and kill. There's been a lot of talk uh, said recently because 
I was supposed to have said something about Negroes should buy rifles. White people have been buying rifles all their life. No commotion. Shut it up and get out of that car with your hand up. All of you, the one in the back seat, too. Get your hands up, I said. Drop that purse and get your hands up. You can lift them higher than that, friend. Let's get them up there. First one drops your hands, dead man. We are peaceful people. We're loving people. We love everybody who loves us. But we don't love anybody who doesn't love us. We're nonviolent with people who are nonviolent with us. But we are not nonviolent with anyone who is violent with us. Anytime you demonstrate against segregation and a, and a man has the audacity to put a police dog on you, kill that dog. Tell my telling you. Kill that dog. I say that if they put me in jail tomorrow, kill that dog. If, if you go to jail, so what? If you're black, you were born in jail. If you black, you were born in jail. In the north as well as the south. Stop talking about the south. As long as you're south of the Canadian border, you're south. Here he is standing up in front of other people. Uncle Sam, with the blood of your and my mothers and fathers on his hands. to President Kennedy, uh, I believe you call him a trickster? He has to be a trickster. Even if he's the president, that doesn't stop him from being a trickster if he's making tricks. Anytime a, 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 president, a man running, running for president tells Negroes uh, what he's going to do for them when he gets in office, and after he gets in office, he has time to do something for everybody else except the people that put him in office, he tricked the people who put him in office. He has the time to take a stand against U.S. Steel, against Castro, against Khrushchev, against Laos and South Vietnam and all these other places all over the world. But when it comes to time to correcting the injustices that are being inflicted against Negroes in this country, Kennedy sits up there like Nero. He's fiddling while Birmingham is burning. I've been silent for the past 90 days because of uh, some statements I made concerning the President of the United States, uh, which were distorted. They were distorted. And yes. And what did you say, Malcolm? Well, I said the same thing that everybody says, that uh, his assassination was the result of the climate of hate. But only, I, not... only, only I said the chicken came home to roost, and, which means the same thing. Yeah. You did not say that you were glad the President was killed. No, that's what the press said. Uh -huh. What will I look like saying that I'm glad the president was killed? Malcolm, this is your first public statement in that 90-day period, is it not? First time I opened up my mouth in 90 days. That's why I'm talking so fast and so hearty. <laughs> <laughs> you, feel, you feel, however, that uh, that we're making progress in, in this country no, and worldwide? No, no, no. I'm, I will never say that progress is being made. If you stick a knife in my back nine inches and pull it out six inches, there's no progress. If you pull it all the way out, that's not progress. The progress is healing the wound that the blow, that the blow made. You have they no won't even admit the knife is there. Okay, the number to call is 202-588-9739. 202-588-9739. We are close to the half hour. This is Margaret Prescott, host of Sojourner Truth. I want to know if any of you all are listening out there. Today is the 54th anniversary of the murder, the brutal assassination of Malcolm X. We are honoring him and we're offering you a chance uh, to take the history and the truth of Malcolm X, uh, not only for this generation, but for the next generation. Please call us at 202-588-9739, 202-588-9739. The clip you just heard is from um, by any means necessary DVD. It's an $85 pledge. Uh, that's it. Okay, give up a few lattes a month. Uh, you know, take some of that money Starbucks is getting and help to keep this station on the air. We're listener-sponsored and help to keep, uh, to support this show, Sojourner Truth, and all of the shows. You heard Malcolm X um, not only talking about um, if you're black, you were born in jail, and not 
not just in the South, but in the North, but also telling the story of um, why he was chastised uh, after the assassination of JFK when he said his chickens coming home to roost. He um, wasn't um, expressing any pleasure in the um, assassination of JFK, but he was just making the case uh, that his chickens coming home to roost and the violence um, in the United States. 202-588-9739. We have the uh, pledge level, $85. Uh, thank you, gift for you. Pledge level of $180. You get the Malcolm X 6 CD set, or you can get the Black History Month 4 gigabyte uh, USB drive. The pledge level for those are $180. If you could call and pledge more, if you could call and pledge $500, $1,000, send this material to schools in the red states. Send them to inner city schools in Southern California or to the school that um, you hail from. But I can't believe, I don't want to believe that um, the Sojourn Truth listeners out there um, are not uh, ready to uh, put their money where their mouth is and help me to make um, my goal today, but also help me to remember Malcolm X. I want to quickly now move on to more uh, from Malcolm X. Um, it's his famous, a clip from his famous ballot or bullet speech where he says he's not anti-white, but he's for anybody who is for freedom. Um, listen, um, this material isn't being taught in the schools. Malcolm X is often maligned. Uh, Malcolm X is a figure that they have a hard time sanitizing like they sanitize Martin Luther King. Um, so speak the truth to the youth and really help us to get the word out so people understand how great a leader Malcolm X was, not only for black people, but for white people, for brown people, for people in this country and around the world. Um, I've got uh, um, Janine who called and pledged at the $85 level, but I still need to raise another $2,900. And, um, you know, it's it's just awful. We need to make a go. Malcolm X died for us. He gave his life for us. All you need to do is pick up the phone, give up a few um, treats from Starbucks, get the, by any means necessary, of the $85 pledge to keep this station on the air, get the Malcolm X 6 CD set um, where a beautiful box set which makes an incredible gift get the um, NPR the Black History um, Month uh, 4 gigabyte jump drive you're not going to get that anywhere else with Malcolm X Martin Luther King W.E.B. Du Bois 202-588-9739 202-588-9739 let us go on now to hear uh, from Malcolm X there's only one way to be a first-class citizen. There's only one way to be independent. There's only one way to be free. It's not something that someone gives to you. It's something that you take. Nobody can give you independence. Nobody can give you freedom. Nobody can give you equality or justice or anything. If you're a man, you take it. If you can't take it, you don't deserve it. Nobody can give it to you. So if you and I want freedom, if we want independence, if we want respect, if we want recognition, we obey the law, we be peaceful, but at the same time, at any moment that you and I are involved in any kind of action that is legal, that is in accord with our civil rights, in accord with the courts of this land, in accord with the Constitution, when all of these things are on our side and we still can't get it, it's because we aren't on our own side. We yet don't realize the real price necessary to pay to see that these things are in force where we're concerned. And until we realize this, they won't be in force where we're concerned. We have to let the people in Mississippi, as well as Mississippi, New York, and elsewhere know that freedom comes to us either by ballots or by bullets. That's the only way freedom is gotten.
Freedom is gotten by ballots or bullets. These are the only two avenues, the only two roads, the only two methods, the only two means, either ballots or bullets. And when you know that, yes, when you know it, when you know it, then you are careful how you use the word freedom. As long as we're going to sing up on, as long as you think we're going to sing up on some, you come in and sing. I watch you. Those of you who are singing, are you also willing to do some swinging with some of these? No, this is true. They've always said that I'm anti-white. I'm for anybody who's for freedom. I'm for anybody who's for justice. I'm for anybody who's for equality. I'm not for anybody who tells me to sit around and wait for mine. I'm not for anybody who tells me to turn the other cheek when a cracker is busting up my jaws. I'm not for anybody. I'm not for anybody who tells black people to be nonviolent while nobody is telling white people to be nonviolent. Two one two two zero nine two nine five zero. That's one two one two two zero nine two nine five zero. Malcolm X forcefully making the point of the right to self-defense. He says that he's for anybody who's for freedom. He's for anybody who's for justice. They try to make Malcolm X out to be justice anti-white person calling white people the blue-eyed devil. There's a lot more to Malcolm X. There's a a reason that Malcolm X was taken from us, that he was assassinated um, 54 years ago today. Today is the anniversary, people. Um, I'm making a last call right now for this material. I need to raise another uh, $2,600 by the top of the hour. I need people calling at 202-588-9739. 202-588-9739. Our phone lines are wide open right now. You know how quickly we forget. Malcolm X and his family received so many death threats. His home was bombed with his wife and his young children in it. But he continued to speak truth to power. He continued to stand up for our freedom. Okay? And I'm not asking you to take a bullet. What I'm asking you to do is pick up the phone and call 202-588-9739, 202-588-9739. I need at least seven people calling right now and pledging a dollar a day. Put it on a credit card, spread it out over a six-month uh, period um, if you can. Um, share this material with everybody you know. Share it with young people. I'm really shocked um, when I talk to young people how little they know about Malcolm X. That's your responsibility. I'm trying to do, to take, be accountable and at least offer you the material. It is up to each and every one of us to get this truth across. Who do you think is going to do it? You think the um, the unified school districts are going to do it? You think the charter schools are going to do it? You think Donald Trump is going to do it? You think the white supremacists in this country are going to do it? You think the people who went after to malign uh, Jesse Smollett, do you think they're going to do it? You think Burberry, the fashion house, who was literally trying to bring a noose back in fashion, had to apologize for their fashion show in London, having a sweatshirt with a noose around the neck? People wake up. This is what time it is. That's why they had to kill Malcolm X. That's why he was assassinated, because they understood he was dangerous. Why was he dangerous? He was bringing people together to stand up for our freedom. Where would we be today if they had not killed Malcolm X? Where would we be today if they had not killed Martin Luther King? These folks knew exactly what they were doing. Do we know what we're doing? We have the responsibility to carry on the truth of Malcolm X, what he stood for, to honor what he died for, and not to just sit in our hands and be silent. Okay? Um, You know, Malcolm X asked us to care. Um, You know, he talked about people being dehumanized, and he's telling us to stop it. He told us to 
get up off our knees. Well, you get up off your hands right now, pick up the phone, and call 202-588-9739. 202-588-9739. Donate at any level. Just say, we appreciate the work that's being done. We appreciate the work of, of um, uh, the entire Sojourner Truth team. And we want to make sure that this show and that this station stays on the air and we are not left um, to, you know, Fox News and the rest of them and, and mainstream media. I want to play more from Malcolm X right now, but I want to see. Please let me know how many phone uh, people are on the phone right now because I'm getting a little disturbed. You know, I froze my little butt waiting online to watch the, um, um, see the, view the body of Malcolm X as he was taken from us. I've got one caller on the phone right now. I, I want to go on to another clip, but I frankly don't want to do it until I get at least two other callers on the phone. Um, you know what? Here's, I'm looking at an article that says the, um, the, the hate groups, there's a 20-year a high amid the rise in white supremacy. White supremacy is on the rise, okay? Part of uh, how that is happening, of them getting rid of leaders like Malcolm X. Here's another headline. General Motors offers $25,000 reward to nab those hanging nooses at their plant, okay? Um, black students still face racism. They're arrested more than others. Um, they, they had a, a little um, 11-year-old um, in Florida who was arrested because for refusing to say the Pledge of Allegiance, and they said that the student was, was disturbing the peace because they protested. I, I need to see at least uh, two or three callers on the line right now. How many do I have on there? Still one call on the line. Somebody, please, do you understand the significance of Malcolm X? Do you know what he stands for? Do you think young people need to know Malcolm X? Do you think we should just forget about Malcolm X? Just flush his history down the tube? Um, well, I'm not for that. I'm playing my part. We're offering up the Malcolm X 6 CD box set. Last call for that, $180 pledge. I'm offering up the Black History Month 4 gigabyte USB drive, um, $180 for that. Um, you know, W.E.B. Du Bois, Malcolm X, um, Maya Angelou. I mean, 32.5 hours of material, an encyclopedia of material here. I'm offering up the Malcolm X by any means necessary DVD. I'm offering up as a free add-on to the dollar-a-day pack concerning violence. Franz Fanon, um, the words of Franz Fanon, I love to put Franz Fanon and Malcolm X together. The words of from uh, The Wretched of the Earth, narrated by Lauren Hill. It's a documentary using the words of Franz Fanon, integrating the footage from the liberation struggles in all over the continent of Africa, fighting against decolonization. Malcolm X says, Africa must be free. That was one of the things Malcolm Malcolm X told me, I believe that in my heart, and I believe in freedom of all people, and Malcolm X believed in freedom in all, uh, for all people. So let's not um, drink the Kool-Aid, all righty, because they haven't been able to sanitize um, uh, uh, Malcolm X. You know, there's no national holiday uh, for Malcolm X, but let us honor him and understand his significance. Let's hear more now uh, from uh, Malcolm X. Let's hear now from Malcolm X. He, the man was like a prophet. 202-588-9739. 202-588-9739. And when I speak, I don't speak as a Democrat or a Republican, nor an American. I speak as a victim of America's so-called democracy. You and I have never seen democracy. All we've seen is hypocrisy. <laughs> When we open our eyes today and look around America, we see America not through the eyes of someone who, have, who has enjoyed the fruits of Americanism. We see America through the eyes of someone who has been the victim of Americanism. We don't see any American dream. We've experienced only the American nightmare. We haven't benefited from America's democracy. We've only suffered from America's hypocrisy. And the generation that's coming up now can see it and are not afraid to say it. 
If, if you go to jail, so what? If you're black, you were born in jail. If you black, you were born in jail. In the North as well as the South. Stop talking about the South. Long as you south of the long as you south of the Canadian border, you're south. Don't call Governor Wallace a Dixie governor. Romney is a Dixie governor. Twenty-two million black victims of Americanism are waking up. Okay, are we going to be waking up um, later on? Malcolm uh, goes on to talk about how it's black people who determine who goes to the White House. But yet when folks go to the White House, they forget about us. This is Margaret Prescott, host of Sojourner Truth. 54 years ago, the great um, black leader and prince, um, Malcolm X, was assassinated. He was shot down because he stood for freedom, because he stood for black liberation, because he felt that Africa should be free. He felt that Latin America should be free. He felt that people in Asia and all over the world uh, should be free. He stood against uh, what was keeping us down, this capitalist venture uh, keeping us all down. And there was a reason that um, Malcolm X, leaders like Malcolm X was killed. He was killed at exactly the moment that he had given up separatism, um, you know, saying that we can't have nothing to do with with white people. We just got to stick together as black people and from an autonomous base of the organization of African unity that he founded after he left the nation of Islam. He said from an autonomous base of black people, we are calling for all people of goodwill, of white people, of brown people, of uh, people in the global, what today we call the global south, back then called the third world, uh, to come together. And he was considered a dangerous by the United States government, by the FBI. To this day we may never know um all of who was involved in the killing of malcolm x i have uh some ideas about it we had phone lines that were full before but i've got uh three phone lines that are open right now making a last call for this material i'm making a last call for the malcolm x six cd box set it's an exclusive here to pacifica the pledge level is 180 dollars. that's 30 dollars a month over a six month period you can make an arrangement uh to pay it in installments i'm offering up the um black history month for a gigabyte um set that is just incredible it includes not only malcolm x but martin luther king angela davis w.e.b du bois um you can hear the words of W.E.D. Du Bois in his own uh, voice. You hear James Baldwin in his own uh, voice. Uh, Bayard Rustin and uh, Angela Davis and so many others. 202-588-9739. 202-588-9739. I still need to raise another $2,000 by the top of the hour. You know, my bosses are going to be saying, Margaret, what's going on? You got to meet your goal. If we don't meet our goal, this station is in trouble. This station cannot stay on the air. Now, we're the ones bringing out this material on Malcolm X. Are you seeing that on MSNBC? Are you seeing it on CNN? Are you seeing it on Fox News? Okay, we're the last bastion of listener-sponsored radio. We're not taking any corporate funding. So we could play all of Malcolm X. We could let you know exactly what Malcolm X had to say. 202-588-9739. 202-588-9739. And this is what time it is. Um, hey, I'm looking at another headline. White supremacist pleads guilty in New York's sword killing of black man as part of a racist plot. People, white supremacy is alive and well, not only from what we saw in Charlottesville, but all across this country, from Los Angeles to the East Seaco, Eastern Seaboard. This isn't just something that happens in Mississippi and uh, and Alabama. This is what we're up 
up against a black school student, age 11, arrested because she won't say the Pledge of Allegiance. The owner of the Cubs, all of you are Chicago Cubs fans. Um, he, um, the patriarch there, made racist and sent racist and Islamophobic emails. All of this is what Malcolm X was standing um, against. Two zero two five eight eight nine seven three nine two zero two five eight eight nine seven three nine. It's very personal for me because y'all know that I not only do radio, but I'm an activist and have been for a long time. And that could mean that you get really, really tired. And you, some of you may have heard me tell this story, but when I get tired, I remember when as a young woman, my sister and I were out in a protest in Brooklyn. We got tired and we sat down on a bus bench and we heard a, a male voice saying to us, sisters, what y'all doing? We said, we tired. And the voice said, sisters, get on up. And he repeated it, sisters, get on up. And when we looked up, it was Malcolm X. And every time I get tired, I remember that. And if you're thinking now about whether or not you're going to pick up the phone and call us at 202-588-9739, 202-588-9739. Remember that Malcolm X charged all of us to get up off of your knees. Get up off of your knees. You know, the, 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 the chattel slavery may be over, but do you think that we're free? If you think we're not free, you need to pick up the phone and call us and support this station. Pacifica stands for peace. Pacifica stands for justice. And um, so did Malcolm X. 202 Take home the six CD uh, box set, $180 pledge. Take home the four gigabyte, 32.5 hours of material on the four gigabyte uh, drive with all of black history. It's like having an encyclopedia of black history. Everybody needs to know about, about black history. Black history is U.S. history, right? Um, uh, it's not the only part of U.S. history. There's indigenous history. We know that the genocide against indigenous people is white working class history, the way they treated the Irish when they came over and they didn't even consider them white. Two zero two five eight eight nine seven three nine two zero two five eight eight nine seven three nine. Malcolm X's mother, who hails from Grenada, her grandmother was raped by a, a, a white man in Grenada, and that's why Malcolm X's mother was light skinned and passed on um, that those uh, some of those features to Malcolm X. There's a lot of history in his family. His father was killed by racists. His mother driven mad from the trauma. He went to um, foster care to foster care. He ended up in prison. While he was in prison, he converted uh, to Islam. He joined the Nation of Islam then. He continued. He sp came out of prison, was a spokesperson for the Nation of Islam. Then he broke with them. He formed his own organization, the Organization of African American Unity. He traveled to Africa and he met with Nkrumah, Nkrumah and Nyeri and all of the great African leaders. He went into the diaspora. He went to France and he met with black people in France and he talked about all of us being free. This is who Malcolm X was. This is the man I'm honoring today. Get the dollar a day pack and I'm throwing in the Concerning Violence DVD. Lauren Hill reading the words of from Franz Fanon's Wretched of the Earth um, with incredible footage that you won't see anywhere else put together uh, by Louverture Films, a great, great film. Um, and I'm putting that in of, of the liberation movements in, in, on the continent of Africa, and I'm throwing that in as a free add-on. So you're getting nine items, six CDs, one four gigabyte USB drive, two DVDs, nine items in all, and I need to raise another $2,000, uh, and I have five minutes in which to do it. But this is Margaret Prescott, host of Sojourner Truth. I believe in you, and I, I know that um, many of you um, who know about Malcolm X and who loved Malcolm X, you're going to want to pick up the phone and call us and share this Malcolm X material with every young person you know because they don't know about Malcolm X. They don't know the history. They don't know the significance. Uh, Teddy, what, I, what I'd like to do um, now, actually, let me see where we are in terms of our, our clips. Um, let us go now to a clip of um, track five of American Society Without Brotherhood. Can we go to that one, Teddy? 
All righty. So since I could see that America itself is a society where there is no brotherhood and that this society is controlled primarily by racists and segregationists, and it is, who are in Washington, D.C. in positions of power, and from Washington, D.C., they exercise the same uh, forms of brutal uh, oppression against dark-skinned people in, in, in South and North, North Vietnam or in the Congo or in Cuba or in any other place on this earth where they're trying to ex exploit and oppress. This is a society whose government doesn't hesitate to inflict the most brutal form of punishment and oppression upon dark-skinned people all over the world. Uh, to wit right now what's going on in around Saigon and Hanoi and in the Congo and in, and in elsewhere. They are violent when their interests are at stake. But that, with all of that violence that they display at the international level, when you and I want just a little bit of freedom, we're supposed to be nonviolent. They're violent. They're violent in Korea. They're violent in Germany. They're violent in the South Pacific. They're violent in Cuba. They're violent wherever they go. But when it comes time for you and me to protect ourselves against lynchers, they tell us to be nonviolent. That's a shame, because we get tricked into being nonviolent. And when, you, when somebody stands up and talks like I just did, they say, well, he's advocating violence. Isn't that what they say? Every time you pick up your newspaper, you hear where one of these things has written into it that uh, uh, I'm advocating violence. And yeah, you see, okay, this is it. I've got just a minute and a half. Um, today, the 54th anniversary of the assassination of the great, my brother, Malcolm X. 202 I still feel the grief uh, today, um, you know, talking about Malcolm, knowing of the great voice that was uh, silenced. You know, in 1964, Malcolm went to pilgrimage to Mecca in Saudi Arabia and that was a life altering trip for him. He changed his name uh, after that trip and um, to um, Al-Hajj Malik Al-Shabazz and he said that he met blonde haired blue eyed men that he could call his brothers. He dropped his separatism and he started to work, uh, you know, across race but from an autonomous base of the Organization of Afro American Unity. Two zero two five eight eight nine seven three nine two zero two five eight eight nine seven three nine. Get this material. If I have a minute and a half and a minute and a half, I need to raise another $1,800. If somebody could call and pledge $1,000 and say, I want to get all of this Malcolm X material and I'm going to send it to the schools in South LA. I'm going to send it to Dorsey High School. I'm going to send it to any of, I'm going to send it uh, to Wilson High School over in East Los Angeles. I'm going to send it um, to Prospect Heights High School, my old alma mater in, in, in Brooklyn, uh, New York City. Send it to the the red states. Send it to Bernie while Bernie is announcing his candidate. Let Bernie get involved and, and, and know and understand the significance of Malcolm X. I think he gets MLK, but I don't know if he gets Malcolm X, and he needs to get Malcolm X. This isn't any joke. We gotta pay the bills. This is the last bastion of listener-sponsored radio. 202 We cannot survive Without your help, pick up the phone and call 202 The Malcolm X 6 CD box set, uh, exclusive to Pacifica Radio, $180 pledge, 4 gigabyte USB, uh, jump drive, 32.5 hours. Malcolm X by any means necessary. The dollar a day pack I'm throwing in concerning violence DVD. If I gotta go, I wanna go answer your phone call. Let's remember Malcolm X. Let his words and his story be kept on for the next seven generations, and you can help with that. This is Margaret Prescott. Thank you for calling and pledging. Change gonna come. We declare our oh, reign on this earth. 
to be a man, to be a human being, to be respected as a human being, to be given the rights of a human being in this society, on this earth, in this day, which we intend to bring into existence by any means. WPFW News in Washington and WBAI in New York, I'm Sue Goodwin. Here are some headlines. The United States is being widely criticized for yesterday's veto of a UN resolution calling for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. China said the veto sends the wrong message. France and Qatar voiced their regret and leaders of several humanitarian organizations yesterday sharply denounced the veto while criticizing the U.S. for not doing more to use its international influence to prevent further death and destruction. Yesterday marks the third time the U.S. has opposed a complete halt in hostilities in Gaza. Instead, Washington circulated a resolution that would support a temporary ceasefire linked to the release of all Israeli captives from the Palestinian enclave. In related news, the United States today defended Israel's occupation of the West Bank and East Jerusalem. Richard C. Weizak, the acting legal advisor at the U.S. State Department, made the comments at the International Court of Justice on the third day of six days of public hearings examining the impact of Israel's occupation. More than 50 countries are asking the top UN court to issue a non-binding legal opinion against Israel's occupation of the West Bank, Jerusalem, and Gaza since 1967. Weizak testified today the court should not find that Israel is legally obligated to immediately and unconditionally withdraw from the occupied territory and stress the need for an advisory opinion that protects Israel's security needs. In other news, an appeals court in Santiago, Chile, ruled to reopen the case regarding the death of renowned poet and Nobel Prize winner Pablo Neruda. The decision comes after Neruda's nephew, Rodolfo Reyes raised concerns about the official cause of death listed as cancer. Reyes presented evidence suggesting that Neruda may have died of poisoning. Neruda died just days after the 1973 military coup against Salvador Allende that brought General Augusta Pinochet to power. Long-standing suspicions continue that Neruda, a close friend of Allende, was murdered by agents of the Pinochet regime. In local news, a group of labor unions are opposing a $2 billion plan to move the Washington Capitals and Wizards from downtown D.C. to Alexandria, Virginia. The Northern Virginia chapter of the AFL-CIO Labor Union 
and its other member unions, including Unite Here, Local 25, which represents hospitality workers in the National Capital Region, came out yesterday against a monumental sports and entertainment's proposal, citing in part an apparent inability to reach a satisfactory deal for union workers on the construction projects. Virginia state lawmakers and the Alexandria City Council must approve the proposal for it to move forward, and several Democrats in the legislature and on the council said they would vote no if organized labor was opposed. And a proposal that would require school libraries to notify parents of every book their child 